0: Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you and your life. Join with me in your Bibles to the book of James. James chapter... Uh, James chapter 4. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we just thank You so much for... Uh, the great abundance of Your love. And we praise You for the privilege of coming together to to be a family of God and to allow us, Lord, to have this privilege of joining our hearts together. Lord, I pray that Your Spirit might be in this place uh, uh, very strong and evident within our lives. Lord, that we might hear Your Word and that we might follow Your direction and guidance. Lord, that we might be faithful to You in our efforts to serve You. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen turn with me uh, as I said to James chapter four we're going to look at towards the end of this uh, this chapter four there's a lot of good things that are in this uh chapter of uh, in the book of James, but one thing that I want to tell you is, is that it's a very dangerous thing for someone to uh call someone else a fool. But uh, and Jesus warned that calling a brother fool would uh, put you in danger of fire. He says that in Matthew ch- uh, chapter 5 verse 22. On the other hand we have an obligation to call anyone whom uh, God calls a fool uh, to call them a fool in pro- uh, Psalms 14 uh, verse one he says it says that uh, that only the fool says within his heart, There is no God, and so uh as we look at this passage of scripture, I want us to think about the the fact that um, there are certain individuals in our world that have difficulty and struggles with the fact of uh, of one of the most uh dangerous uh, things in our lives and the in the book of James James is dealing with a church that is is caught up in some really uh, difficult uh, circumstances and he outlines uh, certain behaviors that are specific uh, to that particular church but James here in uh, is is also speaking to us today because uh, there are many churches who are, that are ruined and their ministry is ruined simply by the fact that, that individuals within that church are doing more to destroy the church than uh, powers and influences from without. So I want us to look at uh, this passage of Scripture and I want us to take to heart what God is telling us in this passage of Scripture. Uh, Look with me at James chapter 4 starting in verse 13. It says, Go to now, ye that say, uh, Today or tomorrow we will... um," Let's back up to verse 11. This is really where the heart of the passage of Scripture begins. It says, Speak not uh, evil one to another, brethren... He that speaketh evil of his brother and judges his brother speaketh evil of the law. And he says, "And uh, But if thou judge the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a, a judge. Uh, there is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy, who art thou that judgest another. Go to now ye that say, Today or tomorrow we... Will go in such a city and continue there a, a year, and buy and sell, and yet and get again, uh, Whereas ye you know not what shall be on the morrow, for uh, what is your life? It is even a vapour, and appeareth for a little time, and then vanishes away. For as ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we will, we shall live and do this or do that. Uh, but now ye rejoice in your boasting. All such rejoicing is evil. Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. That verse 17 was always uh, one of the favorite verses of mine as a young person. Uh, I think it was uh, something that my mother and father introduced into my life as a punctuation to help me to remember that it's more than than just the things that we do that can be a sin it is also the things that we don't do and what James here is is punctuating and 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 he is emphasizing for the members of this church and for us uh and this church today is is that there are many things in our life that can cause us to be foolish and one of the greatest ways in which we uh, exemplify the fact that we are foolish are the things that we say the things that we allow to come out of our out of our mouth and uh, the scripture tells us that uh, that according to the heart of man so uh, the overflow of the mouth uh, renders it and so what we need to understand is is that when we say certain things when we allow certain things to issue forth out of our mouth we are uh, broadcasting to everyone about us the condition of our heart if you have a true love of God, if you have a true love for Jesus Christ, if Jesus is dwelling within your heart and is causing you to uh, to change and to transform into a new creation uh, because old things are passed away and all things are new, if we truly have a new nature within us because uh, the old man is passing away and the new man is being born in Christ, then we shouldn't allow certain things to come out of our mouth. We shouldn't allow certain... Uh, 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 things that w- that we may think within our mind to issue forth from our mouth, because uh, those things are demonstrating within our heart. And if we allow certain things to come from our mouth, if we say certain things that we know are inappropriate, that we know that we shouldn't, we say, "Well, certain things that I that I say sometimes just slip out." Oh, really? So you're telling me that you would allow those things to slip out of your mouth and to be said if maybe your mother was standing there? Or maybe you would allow those things... Uh, you, you're telling me you can't keep from saying certain things when you wouldn't say that kind of thing in front of a child? But you would say those kind of things uh, around your contemporaries, around people that you uh, joke around with and hang out with? You, you would say those things around them, but you wouldn't dare to say them in front of a little child? No, you have a choice in the things that you say. And and uh, James here is talking about not just uh, indecent things that you allow to come out of your mouth, but he's talking about other foolish behavior. One of the first things that uh, James talks about here is... Uh, uh, needing to guard our tongue. He says, speak not evil of one another. He says, the first foolish thing that these individuals were doing in their life was they were speaking evil. They were saying bad things about one another. It's one thing to say bad things about somebody that you're opposed to and that you have difficulty with and, and we really shouldn't even be doing that. But, uh, but James is saying here is uh, this particular church was having problems with people speaking bad about one another. And I know nothing like that ever happens here. Nothing like that ever happens within the church today. But the people of this particular church were having problems. They were speaking ill about uh, one brother. Oh, did you hear about so-and-so? Well, I saw them as I was driving down the road going into such-and-such... But We don't know why they were doing that, and, but you're allowing your assumptions to be voiced and your, uh, your accusations are, are uh, cast in Spurgeons about another. And James here is saying, look, you need to not... Uh, when you speak in your daily discourse, do not speak evil of one another. He's saying, when you speak evil of, of your brother, you're, dr- you're judging him. And you're speaking evil of the law. Now, why would uh, James say that they're uh, not only judging uh, uh, their brother, but they're speaking evil of the law? Because uh, the Levitical law, and uh, I believe Leviticus 18:14, it says uh, that we're not to. Uh, that we're to have love for one another, that we are to love our brother, that we're not to speak evil of our brother. And, when we, and James here is saying when we speak evil, we're not only tearing down our brother, we're judging whether or not we are a better judge of the law than the law that, that God gave to Moses uh, and shared with his people. And so James is saying, first of all, uh, you need to watch the way in which you speak. Watch the thing. Uh, do not be foolish in your actions by what you speak and what you say. Uh, there's a wise saying that says uh, a wise man, uh, a foolish man uh, is foolish in his heart and opens his mouth and broadcasts it to the rest of the world. A wise man <laughs> keeps it silent. We ought to keep. Uh, we ought to. Watch the things we say. Be careful of the things that we speak. Be mindful of the fact that when we speak evil of our brother, when we say things that we shouldn't say, when we talk, when we when we spread gossip, when we spread uh, uh, things that are unkind and untrue about our brothers, we're tearing the, each other down. We're destroying. And really what we have to remember is, is that, remember, we're a part of the body of Christ. And so, uh, like uh, it was emphasized by Paul, he said, look, I might uh, be an ear and you might be a, uh, an eye and another brother or sister be uh, a tongue or whatever it might be. God uses us all differently, but we're all part of the same body of Christ. When we tear one another down, what are we doing? We're, it's, it's that foolish idea of punching yourself in the face. You're destroying your own body. You wouldn't do that, would you? You wouldn't go home and say, you know, (coughs) today's been kind of boring. I think I'll start punching myself in the face. (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. No, of course not. But that's what we do when we tear each other down. When we go to... uh, and, And so... James is saying, first of all, you need to be mindful of the things you say. Don't tear one another down. You're being judgmental. You're speaking uh, evil of your brother, and also you are speaking evil of the law because you're destroying the law. He says, but if thou judgest the law, thou art not a doer of the law, but a judge. He says you need to be doing the law rather than determining whether or not you know better than uh, those who are sharing with us the guidelines of our faith, which is God sharing with Moses uh, 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 the, uh, the outline of how we should live. Of course, J- uh, Jesus came to uh, set us about a different task of not just simply uh, knowing the law and, and following the law, but having the law live within us through the grace and the mercy and the, and the strength of living in grace in Jesus Christ, living, living out, uh, god's desire for our life, and so James is saying we we don't need to sit here and try and and uh judge our brother or judge the law by sitting here saying that we know better than the law. He says there's one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy and and thou uh, and who art thou that judgest another he says. If you're sitting there in judgment of, yourself, uh, of others and of the law, you're su- seeking to supersede yourself above God. There's a lot of times in our life where uh, we seek to, to say that we know better than someone else, but we can't possibly, possibly have the, the thought that we know better than God. And so, this is an attitude of a foolish heart. Someone who is foolish in nature, foolish in the way of their living, of thinking they know better than God, thinking that they can judge another. He says, uh, "...go to now, or what now? You, You that say that today or tomorrow we will go into a city and continue there a year, and buy and sell and get again." Whereas you know not what shall be of tomorrow, but uh, for what is your life? It is even a vapor and appeareth a little time and then vanishes away. So he's saying, secondly, not only do we show that we're foolish in the way that we speak things in terms of our relationship to one another, he says, but also think about the way in which you do things. Now, uh, James here in the leadership of the Holy Spirit is not a bra- uh, tearing down those who are ambitious to be hard workers, of, of saying that they're going to go and, and uh, work and make plans and, and try and devise a, a method of, of uh, advancing a business, that kind of thing. He's not tearing down business here. He's not saying uh, you shouldn't be ambitious in the things that you're doing. But look at what he's saying. Uh, look at the essence. He says, well, you're saying that tomorrow... or." Uh, Today or tomorrow that we will go into such and such a city and uh, continue there and buy and sell and to get gain. Uh, he's what he's trying to point out here is, especially in the next verse, is is that we're presuming the fact that we have another day. We're presuming the fact that, uh, that we are able to say, I, not only do I know better than God in terms of the law, but I know better than God about the days of my life, about the moments of my life. He says, this is the the height of arrogance. And that's what uh, he's trying to point out here is foolish behavior is seated in arrogance. Not only of saying, I know better than God in terms of knowing uh, the law and how I should live. He says, but I also, uh, the foolish are arrogant in that they are saying that they know better than God in terms of how my day, each day will go. Do I know whether or not I'll live out the day? No, I don't. Do I know whether or not I'll have a day tomorrow to live? No, I don't. Do I presume to 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 uh, to say that I, I know better than God in the days of my life and the moments of my life and what I'll be able to do and what God will allow me to do? He's saying, uh, "Don't don't have the arrogance to say that you know better than God that you'll do this or do that." He says, "You don't know." what shall be on the morrow verse 14 for what is your life it's even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away he says we don't understand or know what God's plan is for our life we don't understand or know what God's uh, desire is for our life I could have never told you a year ago that I would be doing the things that I'm doing today I never could have imagined it Never could have dreamed it. I know that a year ago today I was hoping and praying that God would do something in my life. But, I, uh, but what James here is talking about is the presumption that we know better than God of saying, God and, and this is a, a problem that a lot of churches have and a lot of church folk have, is that they say, okay, uh, we, we, we read the tea leaves. We, we see what's going on here. We know what's go- happening in our church, what's happening in our community. We're going to do this. Now let's go ask God to bless it. That's the attitude that he's talking about here. Uh, we, we see that, that our demographics are moving this way and we, need to, uh, to, we see people moving into this community or we see uh, things happening in this way. Uh, and we, This is how we need to, uh, to approach this in terms of ministry. This is how we need to reach out to people. Uh, now let's pray that God will bless it. You don't do that. You pray and ask God, what is it that you would have me to do? God, where is it that you would have me to go? God, how do I need to proceed? What uh, what avenues do I need to, to progress in? God, impress upon my heart the things that you have for me to do. Impress upon my heart the desire of your will for my life. And then allow me, Father, to follow you. That's the right approach to have. He says, we don't know what our day is going to be. Our life is like a vapor. Our moments are, are just here. They're fleeting compared to God. Our life is, is, is just a fraction of time compared to all of eternity. And so we ought to trust in God, or rely upon God, allow God to uh, to direct our life, to give us direction and how that we should go and how we should live he says in verse fifteen four. we ought to say if the lord will we shall live and and do this or to do that we ought to seek out god in his direction the fool in his heart says i'm going to tell god this is where i'm going this is what we're doing and and now oh yeah by the way let's ask god to bless it The smart individual not only watches the things that he says and keeps uh, uh, the wrong things from coming out of his mouth and not saying evil things about his brother, but he also says, God, I want your direction in my life. God, if you will in my life, I will follow you and I will do this. I will do that. I will not presume to say that I have even another moment of life, but I will follow you however you lead me. Then thirdly, he says, But now rejoice. But now you rejoice in your boasting. All such rejoicing is evil. He says the third thing that the foolish man does within his heart and life is he boasts. He says, look what I've done. Look. Look at all the things that I've accomplished. Look, look at all the things that I've done. The last thing that uh, James says is, is that we ought to not boast in our life. We ought not to, uh, to claim to have done anything. It's God that gives us the strength each day. It's God that gives us the strength each moment to, to open our eyes in the morning. To have life and to be able to live to to breathe uh, uh, the air that fills our lungs to uh, for our heart to to beat and to pump oxygenated blood throughout our body it's God that gives us the strength to, to to sit up and to get out of bed it's God that gives us the the ability to think cognitive thoughts it's God that provides us the job that we have the funds that we need to survive the the ability to to have a home the ability to have Food to, to even process. Look, uh, have, have you ever heard of the? Uh, there's 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 actually a disease that you eat food and you eat food, but you, your body can't process the energy, the process, the nutrients that's in it. It's God that gives us the ability to to even. Uh, even to eat and to and to to receive nutrients from the food that we eat and to be able to have the things that we have all the things from the very basics of of just simply to be able to live all the way to the point of, of everything that we have everything that that is a part of our life the roof of our head the food that we eat the uh, uh, the clothes that we have on our back the the ability to to have a, uh, an automobile to drive somewhere to go places do things to have a job to be able to uh, to uh, to work and to be able to do industrious work that is is rewarded with uh, compensation the the rewards of our labor that allows us to have the things that we need. We need to praise God. We need to to realize that none of that is because of us. So why should we boast about the things that we have? Why should we boast about the things that that God has blessed us with? It's God that's given it to us. And listen, it's God that can take it away. We live in a world today that is more self-centered than any other time that that, that I can think of throughout history uh, we, we've got people that, uh, that uh, sit there and put out videos on the internet and basically all it is is it, it looks like they're talking to the people on the internet but what they're really doing they're looking at themselves. They're making the kissy faces at themselves in the in their phone. They're they're uh, looking at how good they look at themselves, and they, they're narcissistic in the in the most basic form of the way. They're looking up here and saying, "Oh, this looks better the way I hold it like this instead of down here. Makes me look like I have three chins." Uh, oh, I'm going to hold this up here. And I'm go- I'm looking at it, and they go around. They go around their whole life, and they're just looking at this uh, this phone that they have in their hand, and they're looking not at the camera, they're looking at themselves because they're so self-centered. They're so preoccupied with themselves. And then they go and they share how them looking at themselves to the rest of the world by by posting it online and they're and they're looking about oh look at all this stuff that that I have and and that's the whole game is is, is look I, look at look at here's a picture of my food I'm I'm eating this food look at look at this car that I'm riding in oh it's it's this. This brand here, because I'm conscientious about the world and, and, and I would never uh, ride around in, in a gas hog that, that, that tears up the environment. I, I'm riding around in some electric vehicle because it's good for the environment. Here I am, I'm going out to this place to eat. They, you know, they never show themselves going out and picking up trash. Never do. I've never seen the first one go, uh, showing themselves going out and feeding the hungry. At least uh, in years ago, at least the the idea was is uh, at, at least on Thanksgiving or Christmas, people would go out and, and pretend like they were good people all year long by, by helping people in need by feeding at a at a uh, at a uh, a shelter feeding the uh, unfortunate, but these, these clowns don't even do that. They're, they're just showing all the... Look at this beautiful home that I am. Oh, look, I'm at the beach. Oh, look, I'm up here uh, on an airplane. Look at this and look at all the things. And God could take it away like that. Amen. They didn't do anything to have any of that. Even more so today because they get, they get, uh, they get money for people looking at them look at themselves. Which is mind-boggling to me. They're they're making money by blowing kissy faces at themselves. Now, I used to blow kissy faces at my mama and daddy when I was a little child, but never to myself. But that's what they're doing. That's foolishness. They're saying, look at all the stuff that I have boasting about what God has given. says, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. He's laying down the gauntlet here. James says, Look, you know what it is to be foolish. To talk bad about your brother in Christ because it's like slamming your fist in your own face. To not only tearing down your brother but also uh, making plans about all the things you're going to do when God's the one that allows you to do anything you need to follow his direction and then thirdly to boast about all the things that you've done when it's God that's done it it's God that's given you all this stuff it's God that provides for you and God can cause you to not have that provision in your life if you get too big of a head. He'll knock you down a peg or two until you learn whos who it is that blesses you in reality. So, He says to know to do right and not to do it is sin. He's saying stop being sinful and being foolish. Stop being sinful by being foolishly acting in this way. Stop sinning by being a fool. And the implication is to be wise. Be wise in the way you do. Live wisely by following after God. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, I pray that You would bless us this day. Lord, only You know the days and the moments of our life. Only You provide all the things that we have. Only You enable us to rise each morning. Lord, help us never to break down and, and destroy our brother or sister in Christ. Help us, Lord, to live wisely, not to be foolish. Lord, help us to live as the body of Christ ought to live. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.